Bros, fancy football draft season is right around the corner. All right. CD Lamb is good, but have you seen these nuts? It's time to get your snake looking right for this snake draft with the sponsor of today's show. We're talking about Manscaped. Inside the Performance Package 4.0, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0. <coughs> oh, sorry. I'm getting crunk. Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag. All right? Tom Brady didn't come out of retirement for you to have hairy nuts. We got you, man. So all you got to do if you want all that stuff, especially the Lawnmower 4.0, my favorite thing ever, get 20% off and free shipping with the code SHOP20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code SHOP20 at manscaped.com. It's time to put the PP back in the PPR. Get a grip on your pigskin this season with Manscaped. Oh, it's my favorite time of the year, and I'm not talking about the holiday season. I'm talking about football is back, baby. Yes, the new season is about to begin. DraftKings is giving new customers a can't-miss offer, bet just $5 on any football game, and get $200 in free bets instantly. You want more action for opening night? Cool. Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. Get up seven, you win. Bet on any NFL team of your choice, and if your team leads by seven points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses, as long as some point in the game they're up by seven. How could you not like that? DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable. Best of all, you can deposit, withdraw whenever you want. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use the promo code SHOBSHOW, S-C-H-A-U-B, SHOW, to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code SHOBSHOW, only at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. See next page for directions of disclaimer. Download DraftKings Sportsbook. Promo code SHOPSHOW. And now, Brandon Thick Boy Shop. What's poppin', fam? It is Monday morning. What is happening? How's everybody doing? How was your weekend? For those parents out there, schools are uh, starting back up. Kiddos going back to school. Kiddos started today. First day of first grade. Holler, holler. First day of first grade. Do you remember your first day of first grade? Nope. Me neither. Nope. Too I, remember, long ago. I remember some things of kindergarten, like first day of kindergarten. Remember for, a little bit. Kindergarten I remember, I remember they had like these blow up uh, alphabet guys. <coughs> I remember certain parts, but other than that, no. Mm. No, not at all. Uh, fresh off the plane from Chicago, shout out to Chicago. Uh, went out there for the Tough Mudder. I've done, this is my fourth t- Tough Mudder, third this year. Um, went out there to um, do a Tough Mudder in Chicago. Now, when I say Chicago, it's right outside Chicago. Now, I say right outside Chicago, I mean about two hours outside Chicago, hour and a half. You know, you can't market it as that you know small suburb. So they just say Chicago, and hopefully everybody figures it out and drives all the way the hell out there. Now, uh, going into this, <clears throat> I mean, me and Mark, uh, Mark Carley ran it with me. He runs all of them with me. Going into it, we, we do some training. Um, I would say I did the least amount of training for this one just because of scheduling and all that stuff. So I was so nervous to do it. The night before, we're with the, the Tough Mudder and Rain team, 
and uh, one of the Tough Mudder, oh, the Tough Mudder guys came to my comedy show at the Laugh Factory Chicago. Shout out to the Laugh Factory Chicago. So they go um, there, and um, he, uh, <laughs> the the guy goes, yeah, this this uh, that's not from that's from uh, San Diego. Oh, so yeah, yeah that would be yeah, that's that's the squad there. So they come to Laugh Factory Chicago, and the Tough Mudder guy goes, yeah, you know, we this is in the top five. This is ranked number three is the toughest course. So have fun tomorrow. I'm like, Oh, say less. He's like, you've been training? I'm like, oh, absolutely. Not like I should. But, uh, yeah, so they came to the comedy show. We did two shows, one, one at 7.30, one at 9.30. It's always weird because it'd be like coming to the Laugh Factory. I'm sure for a Chicago comic, coming to the Laugh Factory here, comedy store here, improv here, that's like their home club. So it's all like, you know, the local comics. I was just popping up doing spots. So, it's always, you know, it's always a, it's not my show. So, it's, you know. Watch P's and Q's. It was a fun time, though. Some monster comics out there in Chicago, man. The whole lineup was some monsters. Uh, it was fun, though. It was a lot of fun. But the Tough Mudder was so much fun, man. Best one we've done. Even though they, they said it was going to be one of the toughest, by far one of the best. I think it was the train because it's all, like, mud. You go through rivers. Like, you literally got to swim through a river. Uh, this dude, if you go back, Jen, on the video, so this is the electric thing. I absolutely hate it. You get shocked here to finish the race. I absolutely hate it. I try to get out of it every year. So the guy next to me who looks like, you know, he should be in Braveheart, he was like, because I was asking Mark, I was like, man, what, what do you think is the best route? And he's like, I go here. So we're going back and forth. And before that, he's like, are you just going to stand there, man? Let's finish this thing. I'm like, then you go, dude. And so he's like, I'll go. And he gets all crunk. Watch him. You hear him? Boom! <laughs> yeah, so he he passes out and then pops back up. The thing that they don't show you is in that cord is uh, a big chunk of his beard. He got messed Crazy. up. People got you know people got tore up. A lot of people got tore up, man. A lot of people. I mean, some girl broke her leg. She fell off the top of like the monkey bars thing and just snapped her leg. Um, but we ran it with the Buttery Bros. Sh the Buttery Bros were, I mean, they make it so much fun, man. Yeah, this was a wet one. It was fun, though, man. The Buttery Bros, they can just go for days. They do, like, marathons and shit. Yeah, they look like they're very, oh, they're very in shape. In super shape. I'll see them in Salt Lake City when I do Wise Guys. I think I'm there in October, November. I forget, but that's their home base. I don't think it's up yet, is it? Oh, it is, October. There it is, October 20th to 22nd. Buttery Bros will be there. Um, yeah, so much fun. So much fun, man. Shout out to Chicago. There's some big uh fights over the weekend. Um one championship's trying to take over America and they they came out with their best foot forward and they did a pretty damn good job. As far as entertainment value and production, they are damn good. It was a really, really good card, fun card. Um they did it, you know, seven PM Pacific time, so it's like the Main time to do it to draw the American audience because usually you gotta stay up. I mean, I think it's fucking Thursday in Singapore when they do it. You know, it's always strange to keep up with it. So we just see highlights out here unless you're just a savage and you know you're watching at three in the morning something like that. But they had uh, a rematch with Mighty Mouse and Marias. And if you remember, uh, Marias beat Mighty Mouse. I think like sixteen months ago. Yeah, about sixteen months ago. Rough KO too. <coughs> rough KO. So this was the big rematch. Um, you know, I don't know why 
anyone, including myself, doubted Mighty Mouse. He's never lost a rematch. He's also never been KO'd. <clears throat> so first time he fights uh, Adriano Marias, he gets KO'd bad with that mm -hmm. knee against the fence. And this fight, you know, the, part of the issue is is Marias is just so much bigger. Way man. bigger. I mean, I know they do the the weight thing there, and the in the the it's a different protocol than the UFC. I just I don't get how this guy makes the weight. I don't know exactly. Even when Rich Franklin was on Food Truck, which dropped last week with Angela Lee, the champ champ, who's soon to be champ champ, um, he's explaining the weight cut, and you're like, it sounds right, but then, I mean, walking away after I ate a freaking you know all the egg whites, someone's like, hey, what's the weight cutting protocol in one championship? I'm like, uh, I don't know. You know, I like they. I know they can't do extreme cuts like the UFC does. Like they got to stay within a certain weight. I just. There has to be some adva insane advantage because if Mariah's in the UFC, he ain't fighting at that weight class. There's no way. He's enormous, dude. So Mighty Mouse had to go to the drawing board and come up with a different game plan, and he talks a little bit about it where his game plan was to, to wear him out, apply pressure, go forward, expecting to eat shots, but eventually wearing him out, which is nuts to do against a guy this much bigger. Now, technique-wise, you know, there's a reason why – there's an argument Mighty Mouse is the best to ever do it because technical, uh, you're not going to find anyone better as far as mixed martial arts goes, as far as striking, uh, fundamentals, grappling, wrestling, putting it all together. There's never been anybody better than DJ doing that. So um, he has that advantage, even though he's undersized. And to be honest, you know, when this fight started, you know, it looked like it was going to go Marais's way a little bit there. Did you watch it, Chen? Yeah. Yeah, it looked like, you know, Marais is lighting him up. You know, he DJ spent a lot of time on his back. And then, you know, once uh, Marais even landed a big head kick that wobbled him, you know. So you're like, ooh, my God. But it was all part of the plan. You know, and DJ kept lighting up, finding that left hand, the liver shot. And really, this just shows you the experience of DJ. You know, he was just weathering the storm, weathering the storm. And was and it worked because Marais got tired. Marais yeah. got tired, and then he got KO'd bad. You have the highlight here. Boom. Very similar to the way DJ got KO'd. Boom. He doesn't wait for the ref to jump in. He knew. Professional. <laughs> Shout out to DJ, man. I wonder what they do because, you know, two knockouts. So Marais, that's his first time ever being KO'd. And then the 16 months ago, that was the first time ever DJ got KO'd. So they've both been their first KO's. You know, for each other. So, obviously, you got to run that back. Yeah. But I wonder what they do. I wonder what they do. The whole card was entertaining, man. Our, my boy Liam Harrison. Dude, um, that clip right here is insane. <laughs> so, he got knocked up by Pun Pun. It is a rough one. Boom! And he runs off, too. Yep. Do, do, boom! God, dog. Insane. I mean, that cannot feel good. <laughs> filthy and the production value is just um it's, it's you know there's a lot of uh uh pride um flavor in there you know they do have some of the pride staff work with them so they make sense the whole presentation the bringing down the belt stuff like that you know i know some people are like oh they you know they're copying pride they're copying this organization they're copying UFC with this it is their own thing it's a, it's a collab it's a mix of their own thing that you know is has been tradition or in the past you know they're doing the thing production value is insane though i told you guys those walkouts are different level and i i think uh 
uh, I was texting with uh, Josh Thompson. He was saying he had some issues with the stream. I didn't have any issues mm. at you all. It's Amazon, so. Amazon Prime. I have no issues at all. Uh, my boy Marcus Almeida Bushasha got it done, baby. Was he three and zero now? Four and zero now? All submissions, heel hook, filthy. He's such a nice guy too. And those heavyweights kicked the main card off. Jesus Christ, they were scrapping. Yeah, like four. Yeah, Bushasha's gonna be a problem. Shesha is going to be a big problem, man. You know? Mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes. You know, again, he's 4-0, he, he, and he has done all his fights at one championship, so, he, you know, he is in the big league. So I, I, I assume they start tossing some tougher opponents. Bish, see how he does with, like, a, you know, I'm trying to think on the roster who would be a guy with a wrestling background, especially like a Russian, Dagestanian background. Can't take him down, really. And he has, you know, Pretty good striking, better than Bushesha. Can see how Bushesha tries to navigate that land, you know. But he has all the makings of world champion, man. Such a good dude too. You know, those heavyweights, Amir Alabarki and uh, Mario Sorelli, they were slaying it. It was just a good card. Let's take a little break for me just chatting your ear off about fighting. Few tour dates coming up for you. LA this Wednesday, one show only, 8 p.m. David Spade, Michael Rapport, myself, some other monsters, a very special guest. One show only, Shab and Friends, the Hollywood Improv this Wednesday at 8 p.m., one show only. Then the real tour kicks off next week, next Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'm in Appleton, Wisconsin. Appleton, Wisconsin, almost sold out. September 8th through the 10th. Get your tickets right now. Then Ontario, California, Ontario Improv, one of my favorite clubs, September 15th through the 17th. Then I end September in Boston, one of my favorite places. I named my son Boston because of it. Boston is September 29th through October 1st at Laugh Boston. Come get you some Boston tickets at thickboy.com. Bros, fancy football draft season is right around the corner. All right. CD Lamb is good, but have you seen these nuts? It's time to get your snake looking right for this snake draft with the sponsor of today's show. We're talking about Manscaped, the leader in below-the-waist grooming, have created an undefeated and, dare I say, championship lineup with their performance package 4.0. Join the 6 million bros worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for kickoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code SHOB20. If you groom below the waist, the performance package 4.0 is perfect for you legend has it this roster has won the league for the last six years inside the performance package 4.0 you'll find the lawnmower 4.0 oh sorry i'm getting crunk weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer the crop preserver ball deodorant crop reviver toner performance boxer briefs and a travel bag all right Tom Brady didn't come out of retirement for you to have hairy nuts. We got you, man. So all you got to do if you want all that stuff, especially the lawnmower 4.0, my favorite thing ever, get 20% off and free shipping with the code SHOP20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code SHOP20 at manscaped.com. It's time to put the PP back in the PPR. Get a grip on your pigskin this season with Manscaped. Oh, it's my favorite time of the year, and I'm not talking about the holiday season. I'm talking about football is back, baby. Yes, the new season's about to begin. The AFC West is popping. All four teams are damn good. You got the LA Chargers. You got the Chiefs. You got the Raiders and my Denver Broncos with Russell Wilson, baby. Get ready for the NFL Week 1 action with DraftKings Sportsbook. 
the official sporting betting partner of the NFL. To celebrate the return of football, DraftKings has given new customers a can't-miss offer. Bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. You want more action for opening night? Cool. Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. Get up seven, you win. Bet on any NFL team of your choice, and if your team leads by seven points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses, as long as some point in the game they're up by seven. How could you not like that? DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable. Best of all, you can deposit, withdraw whenever you want. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use the promo code SHOBSHOW, S-C-H-A-U-B, SHOW, to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code SHOBSHOW, only at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. See next page for directions of disclaimer. Download DraftKings Sportsbook. Promo code SHOPSHOW. And then Angelese brother won. Yeah, the day before. Little stud. Christian Leach. That whole family. Jesus Dude. Christ. I know you talked about him last week, but fuck, man. All of them just studs. Here's a little clip of him. That's him reclaiming the title, yeah. Oof. Those knees are gnarly, right? Yeah. The torque you can. Just the torque you can get behind the knees, man. Oh, drops and then the knees here. Yeah, it's filthy. Yeah, I do. I, I really wish the UFC would allow this. And especially with the takeover of these Russians and Dagestanians and Chechnyans. Like, you want more finishes? That's, that's how you get I know, it. That's true, dude. That's like a real fight. Yeah. Yeah. Brutal. Shout out to Christian Lee, man. Yeah. yeah, fun card, man. Really fun card. You have another uh, good card this weekend, uh, especially for a fight night. The international fight nights are, I mean, like, this is easy. <clears throat> I'm sure that they, they do the fight nights. This is the first time they're in France, right? So I assume they do the fight nights like this because the time, like it's a it's a noon. Yeah, 12 p.m. Fight Pacific. time, yeah, Pacific time. So a pay-per-view would definitely take a hit there. Then also... UFC smart, obviously they're smart as shit. But um, you know, this is the this Saturday's the kickoff of big time college football. Like oh. it kicks off with Notre Dame, Ohio State. Listen, I love fighting, love fighting, love it, never miss it. But you're out your goddamn mind. You think I would? Now, if it's like a packed fight card, all right. Now you got my attention. I might have to go two TVs on it, split screen. But it'd have to take a special card to get me to take my eyes off of ohio state notre dame opening weekend man like i love college football love love college football and pro but prefer college football can't wait mm. stoked notre dame has that new coach young i think he's 35 you know and he's half korean and black nice yeah. the kids Blazing. are super fucking cute yeah he's new coach young too the coach uh, the kids love him can't help but root for that guy yeah Good looking, and and he played at Ohio State. Oh, nice! Yeah, Coach Freeman. He played at Ohio State first game. Head coach of Notre Dame. playing at Ohio State. Big deal, man. Really big deal. Yeah, I I, I think I think his Marcus mom's Freeman? Korean, or he might be. Um, let's see what he is. She's like super Asian, like <laughs> because the Asian. dad was in uh, the military, went over there, and they you know met there. Dude, her, his mother's name is my brother's name. That's, yeah, Korean. 
Yeah, South Korean Chong. Yeah. Dude, how, so is Notre Dame your favorite team now? I'm He's starting to like them a now. Korean head coach, bro? Starting to grow on me. Name another one. <laughs> I don't know him. Yeah, me neither. There's uh, Chang or Chung, who's the offense coordinator for USC when they had like Reggie Bush and Matt Leinhart, and they went to the pros. Mm. I know there's like half black, half Korean people in NFL, the few of them at least. There's a few, yeah. The Pittsburgh Steelers guy. I forgot his name. He was like a star. Oh, Heinz Ward. Yeah, Heinz Ward. He's half Korean too. Mm-hmm. There's like a really Old good school. looking dude that's half Korean, half black. Dat Gwyn. That wins just Vietnamese. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm just throwing out Asians. Yeah. Asian. <laughs> I know. In the, in the NFL? Like, dude, tough gig. Yeah. He was fat, too, man. Like, as a kid, he was, like, fat. And then even as he was, a big, like, big as a player, you know? Mm. And then now he's in shape. Yeah, 36. I'm two years old. I'm being a head, a head coach of Notre Dame. No pressure, Papa. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, he ran, he rises fast too, man. Yeah, can't help but root for that guy. Now you have to root for him, Jay. Like I said, yeah, my well, new favorite same coach. Name as, as, or same uh, first name as your brother. Uh, yep, his mom, which is interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got UFC Fight Night, uh, Paris. First time UFC's in Paris. You know they're missing one of the biggest French guys in France. I mean, he's African. French-ish, right? Speaks French. Francis Ngano. Um, he will not be on this card for a variety of reasons. So you bring in the second best guy you got, Cyril Gahn, who's all French. Cyril Gahn versus my boy Tai Tuivasa. Uh, we actually have Tai's uh, Shui here. Shui Vasa. Shui, uh, is it called a Shui Vasa? Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Listen. <laughs> Tai Tuivasa is famous in the UFC for doing shoeys. The shoey really starred my boy uh, Daniel Ricardo for F1. Oh. He's the one who made it super famous because he'd do it after races. I thought you talk smack on the shipping time. I thought you were going to go Oh, there. shipping time, disaster <laughs> time. I mean, this thing came Hopefully it's changed. four months later, and it's the size. I mean, I wore I mean, this is a tiny shoe. Let's get a th- th- thicker shoe, dude. You know, It's like a weird like running cross-country shoe. You know, like, like, come on, Ty's a thick dude, man. Have a thick ass shoe. This should be a fucking Blantiaga chunky shoe. You know, I would do a shoe. I don't know how to set it up. Who knows how to set it up? I've never done it. I don't know how to do one. Really? All right, so Mark's gonna help out here. Is he gonna get me all wet? Should we do a shoey in hopes Ty two of us wins? Here's the thing: Ty's probably a plus five hundred or him. Technical-wise, Cyril Gaon, there's a reason why he's such a huge favorite. This is a the worst <clears throat> matchup for Tai Tuivasa, but Tai Tuivasa does have the one knockout punch power that Cyril Gaon does not have. So if you are a fan of Tai, which I am, and I'm definitely rooting for him for this fight, because Cyril Gaon, although I appreciate his technique and his body, um, he's not the most exciting heavyweight we have on the roster. Tied to Avasa, it'd be such because Ty wins this, he's going Sizzler. So yeah, dude, at heavyweight, a minus five forty is nuts. Mm-hmm. And then Tied to Avasa is plus four twenty. You just gotta hope Tied to Avasa lands a big punch. You know, Tied to Avasa's biggest win would be Derek Lewis, but that was kind of a pick him, right? Like mm-hmm. it's whoever lands first, he landed that elbow that fucked, fucked uh, the Black Beast up. Mm-hmm. You know, but outside that, he you know he hasn't beat a lot of upper echelon guys. You know, 
So before that, you know, he beat uh, so he beat so he was on a three fight losing streak. He lost to uh, Dos Santos. Uh, that Ivanov fight was not great. Uh, Sergey beat him. Yeah, you know his his best win is definitely Derek Lewis. Before that, Sakai, Greg Hardy. You know, uh, but look at that, just KO, 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 KO. He's fun, man. It'd be so fun if you got a title shot. We need him to win this fight. You got to hope he lands that that Hail Mary, lands the bomb. Uh, much easier said than done because Cyril Gaon has fought dudes who have dynamite in their hands like um, fucking Rosenstruck. Like he's fought some guys, man. He's t- His footwork, he's, he's by far the most athletic heavyweight. If you've seen him on Instagram dunking basketballs and shit, like mm-hmm. he's a freak, man. So just if all you have is that big right hand, it's going to be tough. Titan has to make this ugly. We need a phone booth fight for for Ty. He needs to make it ugly, get in there, hopefully land some of those elbows he landed on Derek Lewis. But, you know, Derek Lewis and Sarah Gone are far cry from each other as far as technical-wise. Should we do a shoe in honor of Ty getting yeah, it done? Yeah, man. Go for All it. All right, let's try it. Good luck, Ty. This is for you, buddy. Listen, I'm not great at chugging uh, <laughs> and stuff like that. I actually have a small throat, despite the rumors. Despite right, the rumors. Ready? Here we go. This is for Ty against Cyril Gaon. Oh, oh shit. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> you should get buzzed real quick now. Never met a little buzz. Ooh. Boy, that thing fires out of there. Yep. That thing works. Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're going to be burping a lot, too, I think. Oh, no, nah, man. We'll see. Well, hopefully that brings good luck to Ty. Don't be mad at that chugging ability either, boys. That's pretty fast. Thank you. Yeah. What kind of beer was that? Sapporo. Sa- Sapporo. Japanese. Hmm. Should, well... Could have done a Molson's, but that's not even Australian. You know that Molson's is out of America. It, but it, they say you know, or what's what's the? There's one beer, Foster, Foster's, yeah, Foster's, Foster's, yeah, Molson's Coors, shout to Coors. Uh, Molson's is Canadian, but Foster's pretends they're like the Outback Steakhouse. So this is founded in uh, Australia, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure it's uh, made here. Yep. Victoria by two American brothers who yep. sold the brewery last year, later. Foster was found in Melbourne, Victoria by two American brothers. <laughs> there you go. The more you know. It's not, look, it says it's not an Australian beer. Australian for lager, it may claim to be, but are brewed in Manchester. Manchester. Oh, it's English. Interesting. Wow. Boy, I'm dizzy. <laughs> Yep, that's what happens when you drink But shout fast. out to Ty, man. Listen, I, I think he eventually gets it done in like the second round. First, uh, even, even the third. Listen, cardio's not on our side either here. The first round, it's going to be fucking tough to hit Cheryl Gone with that footwork. Second round, you know, and Cyril doesn't care. Born fight, cool, man. Mm-hmm. As long as he's winning. Again, that's why I'm, I don't know Sarah at all. I'm sure he's a great guy. I root for Ty Tuivasa. It's a great story. Um, Cyril Gaon in every facet of mixed martial arts is better, 
but uh, he doesn't have the knockout power that Ty possesses. So if you're a Ty Tuivas fan, you got to hope. Sergon takes his fucking eye off the clock for a second and then gets rocked. Other than that, it's going to be a tough night for Ty Tuivasa, but I'll take Ty Tuivasa all day. And the co-main event is fantastic. got Robert Whitaker and Marvin Vittori. Really, especially since Robert Whitaker went to middleweight, these guys have um, the same issue where either one could be champ, but they have a man in front of them named Israel Adesanya, Stylebender, who beat both of them. Now, Vittori had a better outing uh, out of the two of them. Speaking of um, Robert Whitaker and Vittori, Vittori had a better showing against Izzy the first time they fought, which was a hot second ago in 2018 because he lost split decision, if you remember, in Glendale, Arizona. But then in the rematch, you know, it wasn't much of a fight. The rematch, Izzy just got it done and beat him. Um, But, you know, I will say the one thing about Marm Vittori, love Vittori, is uh, his, his work ethic and he always adapts and does makes changes he's constantly getting better so um again for vittori tough fight for him against whitaker man whitaker's a powerful dude and um again the only guy that both of them have lost to in the middleweight division is a man named israel adesanya israel's not there either one of them could be champion already whitaker would have he's been champion whitaker would you know probably dominate the division what it could be a massive star if it isn't for izzy but he's there beat both of them four times between the both of them so um you know it's kind of like all right you win this one you get a third chance at izzy I, you know for izzy it's like how do you get up for it you know i assume vittori's a bit of an underdog is that right jen mm-hmm. plus one plus 195 Whitaker two two thirty and Whitaker's one of my favorite fighters, but again, I love Marvin Vittori. He does make changes. You, the only thing is, you know, people forget Whitaker can wrestle his ass off. People forget. Y'all must have forgot. Like, Whitaker can fucking wrestle. He's explosive. He has the knockout power. Vittori, again, similar to Taito Vasa, he's going to have to make it ugly, man. He's going to have to make it really ugly. There's a reason he's a plus 195. But I'll take Vittori and Taito Vasa. That'd be fun. But I, 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 Whitaker's one of my favorite fighters. The card's good, though. The whole card's good. Uh, f- I think the most entertaining fight, listen, Vittori and uh, Whitaker and Cyril Gaon and Ty Tuvasa could be very boring fights. If Ty wins that fight, super exciting. If he loses, you're getting five rounds of snooze fest. Cyril Gaon, you know, he, he'll just sit back, pick him apart. Doesn't really go for the, the kill there. For Robert Whitaker, if Marvin Vittori, you know, is feeling himself that night, feeling froggy and jumps into something, Robert Whitaker will put your lights out. That's a good fight. That's a fun fight. And then my favorite fight in the car, um, one of my favorites, Nazarat is a fucking savage at lightweight. Always love to see him fight, and Roman's a savage as well. You know, there's, and there's a, you know, even though they're not technically French, they speak French. So I'm sure we need a lot of French on the mic. I took four years in high school. So if you guys need a translator, holler. If you guys are watching it, holler. But it's a good card overall, especially for a fight night. They're, they're stacking these fight nights. They're also competing against, you know, opening day of college football. So like the big weekend, I'm sure there's a Thursday night game. There's some bullshit games this previous weekend, but those don't count. Really, this is the big boy. But yeah, whole card is good, man. What else you got, Jen? <clears throat> All right, let's take a look here. 
Well, this is, I don't know if you care about this at all, but KSI fought over the weekend. A guy mm. named, he, I guess he fought two different dudes same night. In the same the, night? Yeah, knocked the first guy out named Swarms. His name Swarms? Swarms, I think he's a rapper. Hell yeah. And the other fight was just embarrassing. It's like I'm, some guy named Pineda who's a boxer, but he was just embarrassing. Well, why, like, why embarrassing? He would actually complain like a, a body shot to the ref. So KSI would hit him with, with the, the actual body boxer shot. would? Yeah, the body shot to the body, and then he would look at the ref and go like, what? Like, you're not supposed to hit the body? And then he kept saying, like, back of the head. It was embarrassing. God, KSI is massive. I didn't realize how KS, KSI is a good dude, too. He was he went on flagrant with Schultz. And mm-hmm. I take Schultz. I'm like, yeah, he seems like a really good dude, man. It was on DAZN? DAZN, yep. And where it was it in London? That's where, you know, KSI is British. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of people there, man. Yeah, dude. They have so, much fan, so many fans. Dude. I man. think uh, Logan was there, too, mm. to watch. And this, I think you guys covered it on Thick Boy Fight News, but so there's a behind the scenes thing that the Leon Edwards coaches told him about the kick, how the opening for the head kick was there. Yeah. So then he's leaning down. He said, mm-hmm. and this is them talking about it here. Yeah, I'd love to see. It. I didn't see this. The boys put this on the fight news already. I think so. That's when we're looking for the head yeah, kick. Yeah, but what I would say, you see when he moves there. Like, yeah, yeah. If, if Leon gets that side to deliver the kick, don't deliver the kick in front. No, of no, him. round the angle. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, that's it. Jab away, hook kick. Bang, bang. That's it, on that angle. Bang, bang. That's, that's pretty cool. One more, ready? So they were planning for that, and then also you can actually hear it here in this video clip. Like right when he says it. Oh, they asked for it, and Leon listens. One minute later. shocked and sad i know he looked like he was out of it but yeah he said head kick and then boom that's dope yeah apparently uh leon edwards saying he's never felt worse before he's like i just felt awful that night Mm -hmm. yeah his coaches said that they actually felt like he was already giving up like he was done so they had to figure something people were giving um oh what's his fucking name dean Dean Thomas. thomas shit for it they saw me as the enemy who didn't believe in Leon, and that wasn't the case at all. Uh, Dean Thomas responds to criticism of his UC 278 main event commentary after calling Leon Edwards broken head of the fifth round. He was like, I will never apologize for what I said on this Saturday night. Here's the other thing. These people coming at Dean Thomas, you know he has like 20 years of <laughs> high-level experience. Not only fighting, he was a very good fighter, but also coaching yeah. in some of the biggest title fights in UFC history. So when he says, I saw on the, on, I don't give a fuck who the fighters, I saw this on his face, you should probably listen. The guy knows a thing or two about fighting. If you've never been in there, if you've never coached in a UFC title fight, shut up. Listen to Dean, Dean Thomas. Mm-hmm. And he's not, and just because he pulled off a head kick doesn't mean he wasn't checked out yeah. at all. Yep, even his coaches admitted it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think this is also on Thick Boy Fight News. So Jorge Masvidal and Daniel Cormier, they're kind of going back and forth. Because Daniel said on the show with RC, DC and RC, yeah. that why would why should um, Leon Edwards give Masvidal a chance at the title when he was, like he had the opportunity before, but now that he's champion, now he's going after Leon. Like, So this is what he said exactly right here. 
So DC bro. said, bro, don't fight him. Cormier said on the DC and RC show, because for two years when he was the man, he could not say your name. Now all of a sudden he's like, if you become the champ, he wants to put an end to this thing. He should not fight George Masvidal. Uh, he literally should just big league him and not even say his name. Cause why would you do that when a guy snuck you backstage, but then never fought you? Now all of a sudden you're the man. He wants to fight you. He goes, I like George Masvidal a lot. He's a really good dude. But it's like, come on, George, we've got to do better than that. And then. Ooh, apparently George heard it. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, guess you're still butthurt since I didn't do the interview you request on your week YouTube channel during my fight week. I know you need my name to produce some sort of view since Ariel went solo and he became a has-been. You sh- just make sure when Dana calls you, you tells he tells you to promote the biggest fight the current champ can make. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, which is me. Wear your best suit from DXL. Hilarious. Make sure you do as you're told like a good boy. Maybe get a treat from your master. Then he hashtagged a bunch of stuff. <laughs> hashtag reason people watch on mute. Hashtag fake life coach. Hashtag, hashtag broke, broke advice. advice. Yeah. And then Cormier responded. And then there's George. You've always been the man. Uh, Malk, uh, stay off his page. I stand by what I said. You don't get unlimited title fights, Malky. Beat, uh, beat, um, um, Durinho. Durinho. Gilbert Burns. Which is Gilbert Burns. Mm-hmm. Get to one and three in the last four and maybe get a title shot. See, Malky, now you get me disrespecting my friend George. Yeah, I doubt that's George. I remember a time when England had a champ that wanted a certain fight and he told the UFC what he wanted and made it happen. The newbies won't know what I'm talking about, but the real ones do. I'm not sure which one that, that is, though. Well, the only champ would be Bisbee. Bisbee. Okay. Hmm. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, DC's not saying anything that's not true, right? Yeah. I mean, I would love to see Masvidal versus Leon Edwards. And also, I said this on last week's shop show. If I'm Leon Edwards, I take that's the fight I go for. It's the biggest. I I would be going for a. It's the biggest fight. B. It's also listen, not an easy fight by any means, but it's easier than Kamaru. There's a reason Kamaru's such a big favorite in the rematch. Mm. Kamaru. By most history historians, which suggests that Kamal should have won that first or that that second fight, which we just saw him get head kick KO. You know, he's whatever fifty six seconds away from dominating. Um, you know, because that wasn't a very competitive fight before that. So uh, you would assume in the rematch, if Kamal has shit together, I'm sorry, in the rubber match. In the third fight, um, if Kamaro does come in focus, he should. It, it's going to be very similar. Leon Edwards' team knows that, you know. Even though he 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 had an off night, his body wasn't feeling good. So, um, I would be all over that Masvidal fight, man. Yeah. All over it. All over it. Yeah, and and Masvidal versus uh, Leon Edwards, and they show the backstage stuff. They be, they you know hype it up like that's going to sell pretty freaking well. And also, it's Masvidal, man. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some guy that I I know. He, what does he say? He's one and three in his last four. I don't give a shit. Put him in there. Masvidal, Leon Edwards, sell that October, get it done. And then you know, tomorrow. And if you're a Leon Edwards fan, that's what you want because we want Leon Edwards to make the most money possible and stay champ the longest possible. The chances of him beating Kamaru the second to, or the third in the three in the tr- rubber match—I mm-hmm. keep saying fucking second fight—but in the rubber match is not likely. So, if you're a Leon Edwards fan, you want him to fight Masvidal. Yeah, that's what I want. 
I want Mazel. I'm gonna fuck that story. I don't give a fuck what is. Was he one three? Okay, cool. I don't give a fuck. The climate has changed. Who cares? Yeah, like Diaz and Hamzat. Yeah, and then it's like, all right, well, what are you gonna do? Wait around until Ham? You want you know Hamzat, Leon Edwards, even though they were supposed to fight many times. All right. So Jake Paul announced this on his Twitter. He has an opponent for October. Hmm. And he said he's going to announce it, I guess, like next week, by next week. No clue who it is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. hopefully it's Tom, that Tommy Fury guy just, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'm over that. I know, but just to get it out of the way. I, I'm so over that. I, I don't know what they're going to do. Okay. Um, this is Nate Diaz. And apparently this is a guy from USADA that showed up. And then he didn't. So Nate was supposed to pee, but I guess he didn't give enough pee. So the homeboy had to wait for him. And then Nate Diaz was just smoking and getting this guy to cough around him. Let me see. Mm -hmm. <coughs> this man, this man won't get out of my house because I didn't give him enough piss. <laughs> I pissed all I can. My <laughs> uh. How many liters do I got left? Liters? Two more. I got two more liters of piss I got to give him, and he won't get out of here until... <coughs> DK, my guy, but you sound like a fucking suck a dick. <laughs> Come back in six hours, I'll give you two more... Two more what, liters? Milliliters? Liters? Sorry, DK. What is that? He is not feeling this. Um, I mean, that's pretty much it. But yeah, he did throw that just, word out. Yeah, though. Yeah, I, I don't know what to tell you. I know. Yeah, he kind of. Yeah, yeah, he just gets exemptions, I guess. From that. <laughs> Some yeah, people get a pass. I don't yeah, know. He did say the n word. Yeah, it's not even a, a headline anywhere, huh? Uh, -uh. All right. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Though. Yeah. Cool. Do your thing, man. All right. So Darren, tell though. People hate you, Sada. I know. <clears throat> Especially nowadays. Yeah. Uh, so Darren Till announced that he's going to be coming back. Um, he, his timeline is either by December this year or early, like January next year. Because he's, he's training with Hamzat for the DS fight, so I sure. guess he's getting in shape. But, you know, he's been out for a while. So. Says we're a few weeks. Do we, do we know what happened to him? Does he say? So we're a few weeks uh, into getting back. Hamzat fully in camp now for this fight with Diaz. So I'm like in camp. How can you help him if you're not getting back there? All right. But I'm in camp for myself to come back. Body's never 100%, but I'm coming back what I used to be like, healthy and fit and ready to get a world title and get some wins in. Massive fight against one of the best strikers in the division, so this is all just about getting back now. I want to have fights by the end of this year, just boom, boom. The next year's a big year. The comeback is on. I'm rooting for him, man. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Stuff. He's a fun one. Mm -hmm. Just hope he gets his shit together. Yeah. We'll see. All right, so this is... Uh uh, Bisbee had a documentary that came out. A lot of people say it's a good documentary. Yeah, it's great. Amazing documentary. And so the UFC is now uh, suing their production team because they use copyright, you know, written footage, oh obviously, God. right? UFC is the only league like this. Like, if you use any, they're, they're easing off a little bit, but like, if you think the NFL, NBA, whatever it is on, on social media and use a clip, the, the UFC will pull it down with a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. You know, they're the only league like that. It's like, get it out there, man. I know. I don't agree with it at all. But also, for Bisbing, it's like, uh, man, the amount of shit and sacrifice. He has one eye, you son of a bitch. He has one fucking eye. 
Because you had him fuck. Was it who? Who did that? Belfort did yeah, to him. Belfort. With the spring? TRT Belfort. Yeah, it's TRT. You know exactly what you're doing, and it's like the amount of sacrifice he made for the UFC. You won't let this great documentary use some footage. Yeah. So UFC complaint drafted by attorneys um, in Santa Monica. Claimed the UFC only learned the documentary because Bisbee himself reached out to a producer, contacted UFC. The UFC employee in turn encouraged Bisbee to have a. Scorchy, Scorchy, which is a company contract UFC discuss licensing that contact never occurred yeah so they use like a ton of footage yeah but there's also the whole well the reason why the UFC is also upset I guess they use the Conor McGregor versus Jose Aldo footage which is like it's not Bisping in there I wonder but what they were thinking I mean they're doing it wrong it since it's Bisping I bet they're like yeah we're fine we should just run it by him yeah uh UFC's uh so the extent of it Intellectual property borrowing in Bisbee is astounding. There are 24 copyrighted works spread out over 160 clips of the scenes, amount to about 19 minutes of the movie's runtime of 109 minutes. Nearly a fifth of the film directly relies on UFC copyright works. God, and it's not just Bisbee. Yeah, I mean, but they're, you, Bisbee is saying, thinking? or the production team is saying, it's like you know, it's like fair use stuff. If I'm going to talk about something, you know, show, show the And also, Bisbee is an executive producer, so I wonder if he's going to be sued as well. Because they're su- you know they're suing the production team. Making matters wor- what, making matters worse, UFC contends Bisping borrows substantial portions of the UFC's most famous fights. Conor McGregor defeated Jose Aldo. Dan Henderson knocked out Bisping. That one makes sense. Yeah, why wouldn't you yeah. see him get knocked out? But yeah, we'll see what happens Yeesh. with this. Well, I'll tell you what happens. <laughs> they win. <laughs> they're fucked. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But how? I mean, that's a big production company. Nobody ran it by the UFC. I know. I know. That's tough. I mean, hopefully the UFC's like, it's Bisping. Let's be cool. Dude, he has one eye. Because of what he did. Production the company. Sport. Hey, lawyers, he has one fucking eye because he sacrificed his body for you. For the like, UFC. Let him ride. Yeah. Out of anybody. Come on, man. And people enjoy the doc. I'm sure they want to go see more UFC stuff after watching the doc, too. You yeah, know? hell yeah. Yeah, it only builds the UFC. Yeah. And he works for the UFC. I know. He currently works for you. Yeah. Ah, we'll see. So this was pretty crazy. Mark Zuckerberg was actually on Joe Rogan's podcast, right? Yeah. And then they were talking about jujitsu. I guess Zuckerberg is a, I think he's a black belt in jujitsu. I think. I'm not 100% sure. He said he's sure. a black belt? I think. I don't know. But um, they did say that um, Tom Hardy and Mario Lopez, you know Mario very well. Yes. Uh, they're, like, they're competing now, and then they both won golds, I think. In certain competitions, okay, and they're and like, like the masters levels. division, blue belt levels, blue belt. Yeah, is. yeah. I saw Tom Hardy. I saw a picture of him just com- competing. Yeah, this him actually getting an armbar on somebody. Someone said, "Imagine sign up for a jiu-jitsu tournament and competing against Bane." <laughs> <laughs> you know, Tom Hardy's not a big guy though. No, yeah, doesn't seem like it. Um, I'll is, just play it right. This him getting armbar, right? <laughs> Yes, nice talk. It's cool he's doing it proper in a gi, too. That's what I respect. Come on, Tom, keep the legs tight. Boom. That's pretty cool. Cool indeed. So him and Mario Lopez now training jiu-jitsu. Together? No, not together, but two celebrities. Obviously, Tom is quite a bigger celebrity, but yeah, two celebrities. Yeah. Just, one, just double one double gold, gold. Presume, That's dope. Yeah. 
and oh there's talk i guess there's rumors that they might actually please don't each please other. don't please just do your thing <laughs> under the radar compete please don't do you have to do this i highly doubt tom hardy signs up for that yeah. tom hardy's like what mario's like let's do it guarantee <laughs> smiling mario's like let's do it and they do just fucking just do it under the radar do your thing so Mario said he started competing because his son is into jujitsu. Yep, yeah. I get it. Yeah, my kid was into jujitsu. Maybe give my go and literally fly to Denver and pick up my black belt. I haven't for years. I didn't give a shit. You should definitely get it though. Have them. Maybe. But wait, Mark Zuckerberg was saying uh, he doesn't compete, right? I don't think he competes, but I think that he would get me back into co- competition. I would <laughs> Mark love to compete against Mark Zuckerberg. Let's see what it says here. Hooked on jujitsu. He's obsessed, obsessed with, with it? MMA now. Where has it been all my life? Mm-hmm. I don't. I Did don't you know. listen to any of that podcast at all? No, I, I listened to. I thought they were gonna be like to dive into like you know crazier stuff, but it just started off with him talking about v, you know virtual reality and stuff like that. That's Joe. Yeah, he's yeah. He, Joe's not like a gotcha. Yeah, podcast. well, he did ask him some stuff. So yeah, the Biden. I saw the clips of the Biden stuff. Yeah. Um. Let's see. So how did you initially approach it? Like, how did you get a trainer? What did you do? And a bunch of people who are into it. There's actually this really interesting connection between people who surf and do jujitsu. Oh, really? Uh, oh, yeah. So, so, so. Wait, Mark Zuckerberg saying, yeah, so, 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 so. So a bunch of guys. So he might, maybe he's not a robot. Talks like me. Uh, so a bunch of guys who I do that with, you know, they're kind of have gyms and Kauai, you know. I basically collected a bunch of recommendations, ran them by a bunch of people who I know and ended up, I'm going to train with this guy, Dave Camarillo. Yeah, he's a monster. Mm-hmm. He's great. Uh, super nice guy. I feel like I'm learning a ton. Christina's like, I don't know, man. I mean, it's just really the best sport. I don't, the, I don't, the question isn't how did I get into it? It's how did I not know about it until just now from like, from, yeah, this is impossible to fucking navigate. This. <laughs> who, this, uh, he, he can't talk this way. This has to be the transcription. There's no, no he, way does, he's talking he does stumble on stuff. Really? Just like, like Elon Musk, too. He does the same thing, kind of like stumbles a little, little bit. A little, little bit of autism. You never know. The bitches are so smart. So smart, though. Heavy lies the ground, though. <laughs> um, uh, where's, where's it been my whole life? Oh, sorry. I'm curious if this was preconceived before I went on Rogan. Mm. Like, hey, I'm into jiu-jitsu. I got my black belt. I Remember, I I'm the one that $1 guessed that. Billion dollars probably not. It. What belt? Is Mark? I mean, if, I mean, if, yeah. if he was a so uh, let's scratch the black belt. I heard black belt somewhere. He probably owns black belts, <laughs> but not like black jiu-jitsu belt. black belts. Yeah, I'd be shocked if he was a black belt. And he just said, "How did I just find this in my life?" So yeah, minimum ten years to get a black belt. Okay, so I remember he said something about how surfing. That's how he kind of gets his, you know peace and whatever harmony yeah. so since he can't go surfing all the time it's easier to go to jujitsu and you still get that whatever yeah surfing jujitsu go together like peanut yeah. butter and jelly baby all right this is an update with king velasquez um so there's going to be another hearing and he says there's going to be some surprises like the this guy and his family piece of shit yeah total pieces of crap i'll just show you this real quick like forward and seeing how they plan on proving the case when one of the witnesses they're not going to call those two have invoked the fifth amendment so they're not saying anything oh wow yep. 
I like to know if they're going to weigh that and get on the stand and subject themselves to cross-examination. I hope they do. Yep. Investigation, I was revealed that it's apparent that the mother and stepfather were, oh my God, yep. involved in everything. It was going on, a day, going on at the daycare center. We've got a lot of questions for them. Stay tuned. We'll see you next month. And we, and we think there's going to be some surprises. And then it goes on here. My client wants to tell people his story. I'll just leave it at that. He wants to tell them the truth. He wants the truth to come out. As I do, that's why I said that it's upside down world. Usually when you're in the defense, the last thing you want to do is anything but to try your case. But within the prosecution case, here in this case, quit saying case, I think when the truth comes out, people are going to be even more horrified than they already are. Crazy. More horrified Dude. than they already are. Dude. Yeah. <clears throat> so aggravating. Okay. All right. Some fight announcements. Chris Dawkins and... Charzinho Rosenstreich. Oh, that's a fun one. Mm -hmm. Dacus, Philly's finest cops. Yep. And this was interesting too. Vitor Belfort versus who Jake Paul should have fought, Hasim Rahman Jr. That is an interesting one. October 15th. Because if, it, if, if it's Vitor and he's allowed to do whatever he wants, he, dude. Hassan Rahman Jr. is in for a surprise. Mm -hmm. Vitor can box his ass off and he's fucking quick. Hmm. Let's go to Vitor's Instagram real quick because I think he does look. Isn't he using filters crazy. or some shit? <laughs> Let's see. Oh, go to that one, the far right one. Yeah, he does look one. like he's or Botox or something. Yeah, he does look. Is that a filter? Or is that I just can't his tell. face? And then his Gil, face looks a lot smoother. His wife's still doing the damn yeah. thing. How about his son? He's fighting Super too. baller. Oh, baller, yeah. Yeah, like one of the best quarterbacks in the nation. Yeah, Vitor's looking jacked. Interesting. Hmm. What's that, in DAZN or some shit? Yeah, DAZN. Okay. That makes sense. That sounds kind of trippy, too, on DAZN. Um, this one I thought was interesting. So Dan Hooker, he's going to be fighting a guy named Claudio Puelles. Yeah, but 45 was just too much, man. <laughs> and that's Claudio's record, so. Doing the damn thing. Yeah. And this one too. Kevin Holland versus Daniel Rodriguez. That's no, Dan such a fun yeah. fight. That should be a banger. Now, I wanted Kevin Holland versus Tony Ferguson. Damn. I thought that had been a fun one. And you but know. Daniel, yeah, I'll take Daniel Rodriguez all day. That's such a fun fucking fight. Mm -hmm. I figured for Holland, though, his camp would want um, that scalp of Ferguson. <laughs> Tough fight. That was another one too. So Tony Ferguson versus. Li Jing Lang. Did we already talk about that last week, though? I don't know. Yeah, we did. Okay. Jill Sun says, not trying to be a <laughs> dick, but doesn't see a point of Tony Ferguson versus Li Jing Lang fight. Why? Let's see. Um, I don't like, like it. it. You want to talk about Charles Oliveira? You don't want to talk about what a big start is? They say that him versus Gaethje was the biggest pay per view of the year. Not to mention this had the heavyweight fight between Undisputed Interim. Still telling me that. I'll, Oliver Gaethje was number one. Oliver does, doesn't exist. That belt doesn't exist, and the story doesn't exist. Tony Ferguson, who was up in the loft, had not dropped the ladder down so that Oliver could climb up it. What is he talking about? He lost a bunch of fights. I don't know. Now we're going to bring Ferguson back. Great, great story. He's hanging in there. He's traded camps. He's at Jackson's now. He's doing things different, and you're giving him, I don't know, a leech? I don't know if that's his nickname or his name. I'm not trying to be a dick. I assume you call a guy a leech. He claims to be. I haven't. The foggiest idea, who we've got opposite of Tony Ferguson or how we're supposed to pretend that. Wow. He acts like he doesn't know who. He's hating on uh, yeah. Jingling. Leech. 
if Leach wins, what happens? happens? What's well, the end of the road for Tony? Yeah, Chael. It's a tough fucking fight for Tony. Very tough fight. Jangling, it's a fantastic fighter. Mm -hmm. Hmm. All right, Whitaker's fighting this weekend, but he said that he eventually wants to move up to two hundred five pounds and stay there. I like that. Yeah. I love him at two hundred five. That's why I said. Remember after he lost last time, so I said he should do. His whole team should go to two hundred five. Mm -hmm. I've been thinking about 205 for a fair bit. The problem is I wouldn't go to 205 and come back down. Um, you see a lot of guys that try that, and they just get starts, and they come back down. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, I, I love him at 205. Mm -hmm. All righty. Uh, Paulo Costa underwent hand, or, yeah, underwent hand surgery. I guess he broke his hand during the fight. He's out he for a hot cold. second then. Broke my hand in the fight. I thought a bone injury or maybe ligaments, but what really happened was a fractured Hoped it wasn't fractured, then I would be able to come back fighting 50, 60 days. Plan on fighting six days. It won't be possible. I'll have to fight, I'll have to fight in December if you're lucky or January. Mm hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Right. A hot second. And Dustin Poirier just tweeted out MSG. Oh, you know it's against Chandler. So then, yeah, apparently. So this guy commented, uh, Kaposa. So UFC MSG tickets went on public today. No Poirier Chandler announcement. And then he goes, I'm fighting November 12th. Hmm. I have to text Chandler. Yeah. It's a great fight, though. John Jones posted this. Total of 13 fights in the UFC. Yep. For and John goes 14 title fight wins in the UFC. Yeah. Yeah, there's no comparison at all. I know. It, it doesn't make sense. The, uh, I mean, now, Khabib definitely could have been the greatest of all time. You know, he maybe lost one round against Connor, but other than that, he's dominated every single time. But again, John's point: I got more title fight wins than you have total wins, son. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a terrible argument. It'd be tough to argue that. Yeah, the only thing would be the whole PDs. Yeah, that's it. I don't care about that. I know you don't. <laughs> so we already knew this was happening because. Luke basically said he's going to retire, but you know he didn't put this, his gloves in the octagon, so they thought maybe there's a chance. But he did notify UFC of his retirement. Good for him. Yeah, so it's, it's official. Chael had a funny thing. He goes, "He goes, I don't want uh, Rock Cole to retire." He's like, "I want to see him fight more now than ever after that last fight." Yeah, if he was like that all the time, it'd be I know. crazy. I mean, you're not be a world title guy, but yeah, but fun, be yeah. fun. But you don't want to take that abuse. No. That's not what you want to do. I'm good for Luke. And that time off was great, right? Because he took some hard hits and he yeah. stayed in there. Yep. Uh, this is just a, I'm looking at Justin Wren. He's looked like he's in crazy shape right now. Yeah, he does look good. Good for him, man. Yeah. I would play this, but there's music behind it. Yeah, it's but all like, good. He does look freaking really biceps good. are just yeah. jacked. Yeah. All right, let's go. Oh, <laughs> I just played. <laughs> Will Blackman. I love Will. I used to work with Will. Oh. How tall it should be when the hibachi chef sets the grill on fire? They do freak the fuck out. <laughs> That's hilarious. I know. That's pretty funny. You know, my kids freak out. We had a half ass one at fucking Benny Hans last time I went, though. He didn't do the. The volcano out of the onions or nothing. Really? I was like, come on, dude, let's go. Where's the lights? He's like, here, here's a fucking shrimp. <laughs> Did he at least throw in your mouth? 
No, I mean, he threw it in his hat. Oh, okay. Well, that. And, like the eggs, like he'll put up yeah. and then spin it around. But I'm like, dude, get the lights out and the smoke and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, the volcano is one of the best yeah, He was on a bad day. He had an off day. So this, okay. They say he had a hero's welcome. And I looked at the footage. It's kind of like there's not that many people showed up for uh, Leon Edwards when he came to the see. airport. Yeah, I mean, when we would compare it to like, remember Yuri Prohaska? And yeah, like I know. Glover? It's just different. Like just, London, yeah, London has a lot of shit popping. You know, they got a lot of <laughs> shit going on. Stuff happening that day. Yeah, a real quick one. BJ Penn. I know you're all over this. Yep. He's officially contesting the governor primary election results because you know he didn't win. Yeah. He's saying that they, they did a government or sorry voter suppression. They talked about him bad in the media and this and that. So he's contesting it. Well, we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. He's trying to get that racetrack up there. <laughs> Do we, don't, that? we don't have that racetrack. Like, we need a racetrack. That's so funny. Uh, this is just Zabit Magomed Sharipov um, talking about the retirement. Oh, interesting. So he said it's mostly because he didn't get, like the UFC would promise one thing, but not deliver. So that was the main reason why he retired. Oh, wow. That was the main reason yeah. why I got mad. I thought it was because. I mean, I think, the, let's thing. be honest, the main reason is because he, you know, he had some health problems. Then also he has an, a, better option yeah like he has an actual career now mm-hmm. and he's not gonna get hit so over the weekend john dodson had his uh, bkfc debut and he won knocked the dude first out round right? finish uh here's a quick a highlight first round yep you knocked him three times down damn yeah this is the third one yeah dodson's quick too man Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's yeah, fun to watch. It's a great man. debut, yep. I love and John Dotson. This is pretty nasty. This is from Kaposa. I will just play it for you. Oh! Oh, his arm just broke. Oh, my God. Right in front of my eyes. Wow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Technical submission. Arm is always one of the... There's no opportunity to... That, and that ref still didn't know till it was snapped. He just had a bad angle. Yeesh. Yeah. That was brutal. How? The ref, come on, dude. You got to get in there, man. Yeah. Is that it, brother? I think that's it. Um, oh, so there's another fight this weekend as well. Outside the UFC? Mm-hmm. Ruiz Ortiz. Oh, that's a fun it's one. A boxing match, yeah. On Sunday? Yep. I watched the shit out of that. 9, 9 p.m. Eastern. Andy Ruiz, Luis Ortiz. It's a fun one. Yeah. But, of course, this is the main one. And then at noon, might be doing a fight campaign for it, old school style, too, with Rogan. Cyril Gaon, Taito Avasa, Robert Whitaker, Marvin Vittori, Roman uh, Kopolov, Nazarat. It's a fun card, man. And that's noon Pacific uh, for you hardcores out there. But that's in France. Paris, to be exact. Mm-hmm. Is that it, brother? That's it. All right. Back on tour for your boy uh, this Wednesday, 8 p.m. show at the Hollywood Improv Shop and Friends. I have David Spade, Rappaport, some other big-ass names all coming together. One night, one show only, 8 p.m. Spade, Rappaport, 
some very special guests. I can't wait for this one. That's one show only at 8 p.m. in Hollywood. And then uh, the real tour starts in Appleton, Wisconsin, September. September's busy, man, so get your tickets now. Appleton, Wisconsin, that bitch almost sold out. Appleton, Wisconsin, September 8th through the 10th. And then Ontario, California, Ontario Improv on my faves. Ontario Improv is September 15th through 17th. And then I end September in Boston, Laugh Boston, September 29th through October 1st. Uh, and then they just added for October, San Jose and Salt Lake City. So get your tickets right now at FATKZ.com or ThickBoy.com. ThickBoy, you can get the Tiger Thick Whiskey. You can also get the new merch that just dropped and play commercial. Now, boys, um, you're good. The, we have the NBA quality uh, jerseys, basketball jerseys and shorts. And the hat you see me rocking right now is also just dropped on there as well. Um, and the, the trucker hat that was only available in person is now available online. The thick boy trucker hat, thick boy tie dye. It's all there. Jerseys, tie dyes, all the merch, the hats, the trucker hats, the thick boy fight club, gringo poppy, all that stuff. You can get it right now. Um, thickboy.com. All right, kids, that's it. But Hollywood improv Wednesday night, David Spade, Rapport, some other monsters, Appleton, Ontario, Boston, Get your tickets at thickboy.com. Stay thick. Be nice to each other. I'm out.